This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. It takes a lot of hard work to make it look easy. This Mother's Day, Duluth Trading Co. can help you give her something that keeps up. Whether you prefer to shop online or in-store, Duluth has a motherload of gear, goods, and gifts to keep her comfortable and capable, no matter what needs doing. With Duluth's problem-solving details and legendary durability to boot, you'll finally be mom's favorite again. Check out DuluthTrading.com for all your Mother's Day gifting needs. Welcome to this bonus episode of the Olive Podcast. Each week we ask our favourite chefs, cookie writers and characters from the food scene to reveal their top three cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts to help make your time in the kitchen truly effortless. I'm back with Amy Newsom, and in the main episode this week we talked all about honey and the magical world of beekeeping. Now she's going to give us her top three honeys that we should go out and try. What have you got for us, Amy? So the first honey that I'm going to say is probably the one that everybody already knows, and that's clover honey, which is sort of viewed as a traditional British honey. And that's probably because it became quite popular from the 17th century onwards, which was because of farming techniques. Farmers were starting to grow clover as a nitrogenous cover crop, but it's also really good for bees. And that's when clover honey started because beekeepers started putting beehives in clover fields. And clover honey is brilliant because because it's a really sort of all-rounder honey. It's quite mild, but still got a really great floral uh, aroma to it. And it's a spreadable texture. So it's the best one, I'd say, for putting on your crumpets or toast in the morning. It's a really nice sort of soft-set creamed honey is what we would call it. Great. And what's number two? Number two is borage honey. And borage is actually uh, also known as star flower, which some people might recognize the name of. It's a tiny blue flower that's edible and really easy to grow in your gardens. The flowers actually taste of cucumber. They're great in pims, edible flowers on the top. Um, But borage honey is a really great... Uh, British runny honey. So most honeys that you buy in the supermarket when you reach for sort of the ubiquitous runny, squeezy bottle of honey, that's usually acacia honey, but acacia trees are not grown in the UK. And if you want to go for a more local to home runny honey, borage honey is a great option. It's a relatively new uh, farming crop in the UK. um, And it's a really, it's turned out to be a real success story for farmers. So beekeepers started putting beehives on borage fields and it really improved the 
yield of the borage flowers themselves. And then now it produces this really wonderful runny honey and it's super light in colour and really gentle. So it's a great one for sort of all-round drizzling applications. So on cheeses or as an alternative to sugar syrup in cocktails, but with a really nice kind of... It does have a very slightly cucumbery aroma in with the flower nice. uh, flavours. And then kind of drizzling over salads. It's quite endless. You can use that one for everything. Right, that's a great one. And what's the last one? So the last one I've gone for more of a Marmite vibe honey, something that you definitely wouldn't be spreading on anything and everything. It's got a really strong flavour. It's buckwheat honey. And that's one of our uh, sort of rich, dark options of honey that you can go for coming from again buckwheat which most people know from buckwheat flour uh, which is actually not a wheat at all it's closely related to sort of rhubarb and dock leaves um, but obviously grown in northern France and many areas for making really nice galettes with. Um, but buckwheat honey has quite a bitter, rich flavour to it, slightly malty. It's got a kind of molasses texture. And I personally would recommend using that one for like a whiskey-based cocktail. It's absolutely delicious. Amazing. Those are three great tips. Thanks so much, Amy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Olive Podcast. For recipes and more information, head to olivemagazine.com. And don't forget to subscribe at iTunes, Acast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.